Hello and welcome to the Anadorned Word. My name is Rosie G and I'm speaking to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. This is podcast number 36, Exodus 24 to 27 and our key verse, Exodus 24 verse 3. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. I'm reading from the Web Bible, which you can find at ebible.org. And the great thing about the ebible is that it is copyright free. So you can speak it and record it as much as you like. And uh, that's a great blessing. So the Unadorned Word, a daily Bible reading podcast, a devotional podcast. Exodus 24. He said to Moses, come up to the Lord. You and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moses alone shall come near to the Lord, but they shall not come near. The people shall not go up with him. Moses came and told the people all the Lord's words, and all the ordinances, and all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has spoken, we will do. Moses wrote all the Lord's words, then rose up early in the morning and built an altar at the base of the mountain with twelve pillars for the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of cattle to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, We will do all that the Lord has said, and be obedient. Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Look, this is the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you concerning all these words. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel went up. They saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was like a paved work of sapphire stone, like the skies for clearness. He didn't lay his hand on the nobles of the children of Israel. They saw God and ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commands that I have written that you may teach them. Moses rose up with Joshua his servant, and Moses went up onto God's mountain. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come again to you. Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever is involved in a dispute can go to them. Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The Lord's glory settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. The seventh day he called to Moses out of the middle of the cloud. The appearance of the Lord's glory was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. Moses entered into the middle of the cloud and went up on the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Exodus 25 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they take an offering for me. From everyone whose heart makes him willing, you shall take my offering. 
This is the offering which you shall take from them. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, sea cow hides, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate, and stones to be set for the ephod and the breastplate. Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell amongst them. According to all that I show you, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furniture, even so you shall make it. They shall make an ark of acacia wood. Its length shall be two and a half cubits, its width a cubit and a half, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold. You shall overlay it inside and outside, and you shall make a gold moulding around it. You shall cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in its four feet. Two rings shall be on the one side of it, and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. You shall put the poles into the rings, onto the sides of the ark, to carry the ark. The poles shall be in the rings of the ark. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its width. You shall make two cherubim of hammered gold. You shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at one end, and one cherub at the other end. You shall make the cherubim on its two ends of one piece with the mercy seat. The cherubim shall spread out their wings upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces towards one another. The faces of the cherubim shall be towards the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the covenant that I will give you. There I will meet with you, and I will tell you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim which are on the ark of the covenant, all that I command you for the children of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood, its length shall be two cubits, and its width a cubit, and its height one and a half cubits. You shall overlay it with pure gold, and make a gold moulding around it. You shall make a rim of a hand width around it. You shall make a golden moulding on its rim, and make four rings of gold for it, and put the rings in the four corners that are on its four feet. For the rings shall be close to the rim, for places for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its dishes, its spoons, its ladles and its bowls to pour out offerings with. You shall make them of pure gold. You shall set bread of the presence on the table before me always. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work. Its base, its shaft, its cups, its buds and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. There shall be six branches going out of its side, three branches of the lamp stand out of its one side, and three branches of the lamp stand out of its other side. Three cups made like almond blossoms in one branch, a bud and a flower, and three cups made like almond blossoms in the other branch, a bud and a flower, so for the six branches going out of the lampstand. And in the lampstand four cups made like almond blossoms, 
its buds, its flowers, and the bud under two branches of one piece with it. For the six branches going out of the lampstand, their buds and their branches shall be of one piece with it, all of it one beaten work of pure gold. You shall make its lamps seven, and they shall light its lamps to give light to the space in front of it. Its snuffers and its snuff dishes shall be of pure gold. It shall be made of a talent of pure gold with all these accessories. See that you make them after their pattern, which has been shown to you on the mountain. Exodus 26 Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet with cherubim. You shall make them with the work of a skilled workman. The length of each curtain shall be twenty-eight cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains shall have one measure. Five curtains shall be coupled together to one another, and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. You shall make loops of blue on the edge of the one curtain from the edge in the coupling, and you shall do likewise on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in the second coupling. You shall make fifty loops in the one curtain, and you shall make fifty loops in the edge of the curtain that is in the second coupling. The loops shall be opposite one another. You shall make fifty clasps of gold, and couple the curtains to one another with the clasps. The tabernacle shall be a unit. You shall make curtains of goat's hair for a covering over the tabernacle. You shall make eleven curtains. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. The eleven curtains shall have one measure. You shall couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves, and shall double over the sixth curtain in the forefront of the tent. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the one curtain that is outermost in the coupling, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain which is outermost in the second coupling. You shall make fifty clasps of bronze, and put the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together, that it may be one. The overhanging part that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle. The cubit on the one side and the cubit on the other side of that which remains in the length of the curtains of the tent shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle on this side and on that side to cover it. You shall make a covering for the tent of ram's skins dyed red and a covering of sea cow hides above. You shall make the boards for the tabernacle of acacia wood standing upright. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and one and a half cubits the width of each board. There shall be two tenons in each board, joined to one another. Thus you shall make for all the boards of the tabernacle. You shall make twenty boards for the tabernacle, for the south side southward. You shall make forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for its two tenons, and two sockets under another board for its two tenons. For the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, twenty boards and their forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. For the far side of the tabernacle westward, you shall make six boards. You shall make two boards for the, for the corners of the tabernacle in the far side. They shall be double beneath, and in the same way that they shall be whole to its top to one ring. Thus shall it be for both of them. They shall be for the two corners. There shall be eight boards, and their sockets of silver, 
16 sockets, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. You shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the side of the tabernacle for the far side westward. The middle bar in the middle of the boards shall pass through from end to end. You shall overlay the boards with gold and make their rings of gold for places for the bars. You shall overlay the bars with gold. You shall set up the tabernacle according to the way that it was shown to you on the mountain. You shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and, fa and fine twined linen with cherubim. It shall be the work of a skillful workman. You shall hang it on four pillars of acacia overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold on four sockets of silver. You shall hang up the veil under the clasps and shall bring the Ark of the Covenant in there within the veil. The veil shall separate the holy place from the most holy for you. You shall put the mercy seat on the Ark of the Covenant in the most holy place. You shall set the table against the veil and the lampstand opposite the table on the side of the tabernacle towards the south. You shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the door of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, the work of the embroiderer. You shall make for the screen five pillars of acacia and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold. You shall cast five sockets of bronze for them. Exodus 27 You shall make the altar of acacia wood five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar shall be square. Its height shall be three cubits. You shall make its horns on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. You shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make its pots to take away its ashes and its shovels, its basins, its meat hooks and its firepans. You shall make all its vessels of bronze. You shall make a grating for it of network of bronze. On the net you shall make four bronze rings in its four corners. You shall put it under the ledge around the altar beneath, that the net may reach halfway up the altar. You shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. Its poles shall be put into the rings, and the poles shall be on the two sides of the altar when carrying it. You shall make it hollow with planks. They shall make it as it has been shown you on the mountain. You shall make the court of the tabernacle for the south side southward. There shall be hangings for the court of fine twined linen, 100 cubits long for one side. Its pillars shall be 20 and their sockets 20 of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. Likewise, for the length of the north side, there shall be hangings 100 cubits long and its pillars 20 and their sockets 20 of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their fillers and their fillets of silver. For the width of the court on the west side shall be hangings of 50 cubits, their pillars 10 and their sockets 10. The width of the court on the east side eastward shall be 50 cubits. The hangings for the one side of the gate shall be 15 cubits, their pillars 3 and their sockets 3. For the other side shall be hangings of 15 cubits, their pillars 3 and their sockets 3. For the gate of the court shall be a screen of 20 cubits 
of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, the work of the embroiderer, their pillars four and their sockets four. All the pillars of the court around shall be filleted with silver, their hooks of silver and their sockets of bronze. The length of the court shall be one hundred cubits and the width fifty throughout and the height five cubits of fine twined linen and their sockets of bronze. All the instruments of the tabernacle in all its service and all its pins and all the pins of the court shall be of bronze. You shall command the children of Israel that they bring to you pure olive oil beaten for the light to cause a lamp to burn continually in the tent of meeting outside the veil which is before the covenant. Aaron and his sons shall keep it in order from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever throughout their generations on behalf of the children of Israel. And I was reading from Exodus 24 through to Exodus 27 from the web Bible at ebible.org. And you're listening to the unadorned word. Our key verse today is Exodus 24 verse 3. We will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Milk and honey people know that obeying him with all their being, trusting God, that is the secret to their life. It is the trust and faith that God has given. Can I make this personal? God has given me a future and a hope. Knowing that I, knowing that I belong to him, that's what gives me the strength to go through life's journey with all its ups and downs, its roller coaster ways. And it's for each one of us. Trust and faith come from relationship with Jesus, reading his word, learning about him, getting to know his character, spending time in his presence, sitting still and meditating, reading the word, putting disciplines into my life that enable me to spend time with him. Building a relationship with Jesus is the same as building a relationship with people. I have to spend time with you to get to know you. And that's what the tabernacle was about. It was about the people of Israel spending time with God, getting to know him. Sometimes I do all this and then the cry comes into my heart. How can I do everything the Lord has said? How can I obey? That is the cry of my heart as I discover my humanity, my frailty. In my 20s, I thought it was easy, but the older I get, the more difficult it gets. And with Paul in Romans 7.24, I cry out, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? And I echo the triumph of verse 25. Thanks be to God through Christ, through Jesus Christ our Lord. There is a battle in my mind and heart. The old nature struggles to obey God. I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I do want to do. The resistance to change is real. The battle is significant and it is for my heart and my mind. 
Paul's cry was, Who will rescue me from this body of death? And as we continue to read, we find out the answer. Paul's cry was, Who will rescue me from this body of death? And as we continue to read, we find out the answer. But however, I am not controlled by my old nature, but by the Spirit, for Christ is in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 Get an understanding of the book of Exodus. Exodus took the Jewish people from one kingdom of slavery and delivered them into the promised land. A new kingdom, a kingdom of milk and honey, of risk and responsibility. Exodus, where God came to dwell with his people and teach them his ways, led to the New Testament, where Jesus took his people from one kingdom of slavery, of bondage to sin, and delivered them into a new kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. The New Testament, where God came to dwell with his people and live within their hearts, that his ways would become their ways, and their hearts would be changed. Understanding Exodus helps us to understand the work of Christ in our lives. The journey is not easy. The way is fraught with danger. The old kingdom chases after you. It's hard to believe in the new kingdom when you haven't yet seen it, felt it, touched it. John Bunyan wrote Pilgrim's Progress in 1678, a book that has never been out of print. Christian was saved when he looked at the cross and his burden fell away. Pilgrim's Progress is the story of his journey to eternal life. It is no different for the Christian today. One reason why it's never been out of print. It is a journey for a milk and honey person. A person willing to take risks and to take on responsibility. Trust in Jesus. Learn his ways. Follow them. Don't dwell on the past. Look to the future. Embed the disciplines in your life that strengthen you and help you to know Jesus. To do everything he says to follow him and become a milk and honey person, a person of risk and responsibility. Thank you so much for listening to the Unadorned Word today. We've read Exodus 24 to 27 and we've spoken about the amazing joy and wonder of what it is to know God, of when we know God, of how he takes us, of how he took the Israelites from Egypt, a land of slavery, into Israel, the promised land, and how he takes us from the bondage of sin into the kingdom of heaven. Thank you again for listening. My prayer for you today is that you will have a wonderful, great and glorious day being a milk and honey person, living the life of risk and responsibility.